Hi, and welcome to another episode of The Wrong Guys. <laughs> I am uh, your host. Uh, What's your name? Ah, I got nothing. Marty Flynn. And Stan something. Stan Tucci. And I am Alex Bannon. And this is The Wrong Guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Someone in this room is QAnon. <laughs> in this room? Someone in this room oh, knows in, who Q is. Uh, is it me? I don't know. I doubt it. Not I feel liberty. like I would know I'm by now. Not at liberty to say. Interesting. Um, what about a question that is this, Marty? Have you been reading anything interesting in the news? <laughs> it's funny you mention that. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, not really. Oh. <laughs> After I told you to read something interesting in the news, you didn't? Yeah, about 30 seconds ago, you asked me to do that. Um, I did saw, see a funny headline. I did saw... Did you saw? I did saw it. Good for you. I did saw the the, for the headline. I think your the, mic cable is like rubbing on your belly. On the Facebook. How about this? M- much better. There we go. Okay. I what did else? see it on the internet. What did you saw? It was um, about this. I think it's called Door Ajar. It's like a new, it's not a new dating app, but it's like a, uh, a new sort of. Like a social kink, network thing? I guess. That people, I think it was started maybe on Grindr. Okay. And it's like, the whole premise is, let's say you're on Grindr. Let's just imagine. Sure. And you match with someone. Yeah. And uh, you make plans to have that person come over to your house. Okay. To bang. Have intercourse. Gross. Which is disgusting. That word is disgusting. Yeah. Um, So the whole kink is that you as the inviter. The host. The host. Yeah would blindfold yourself oh. and wait in your bedroom and leave the door unlocked. Okay. And basically send a message to the person like when when things are about like what to say say 7:30. Right. You like text the person and be like oh I'll be there in half an hour. You're like all right cool. Door's unlocked. Interesting. The bedroom is second door on the right. Okay. I'm waiting for you. How many people have been robbed? I don't know. I didn't read the article. Come on. I just read the headline. You got to think it's like just a it's just rife for people to abuse yeah so now i'm thinking like maybe i'll just hop on <laughs> grinder sure we'll just pretend you're not already pretend on there and i'm not already on there yeah and then i'll just fire up some uh i'll be like yeah i'll come over and we'll do this and i'll be like i'll be blindfolded be like well i'm waiting tie yourself up and first. Then i'll just be like uh sorry i just need to bring your flat screen tv into my car real quick bye i'll be right back yeah um that's interesting though yeah so it's a new kink that's going around but then it's like i got i didn't read the whole article i just kind of skimmed the like intro paragraph and like hmm. the broad strokes and it sounds like um it's it the people who do it like the people who are again hosting mm-hmm. say it's like really thrilling because you're just sitting there waiting and you're blindfolded so you never actually see the person it's a um, so the person comes in yeah and then they're like they're describing like the anticipation of hearing the door open and yeah. like, oh, it's about to happen. Here comes a stranger. And then you don't know, guy comes in, I would say does it's thing and then leaves. In line, if not at the very least, an evolution of the glory hole, <clears throat> right? It's yeah, the kinda. same kind of basic kind of like, um, you know, putting something out there, but not knowing what you're receiving in return. Yeah. I just, it's, it, I mean, I'm assuming, I would hope that the people who are engaging in this have like, you know, go through the sort of preliminary checklist of like, Boo. You know, kind rules. of probably takes away from the fun. 
But I mean, it's like, uh, I don't know. There's yeah. so many risks associated with that. Establish Ooh, a safe the word and then just. Fuck knows who's coming through that door. I mean, I guess you have photos so you can see, but you don't actually know. Not That's the whole point. Is like, yeah. You could send someone else if you really wanted to. 100%. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I think it's the whole, like, I don't know what you call it, like the theme or like the, um, I don't know. It's the, called, referring to it as door ajar. Uh, is it a. So yeah, it's a completely category. anonymous blindfolded sex is gaining new life on dating apps. Interesting. Door ajar. The kink of unlocking your house and inviting strangers inside. Hmm. Is that a metaphor for a butthole? Mm, probably. It is. Um, cool. Do you want a quick ad read on a topic that is not what you just said? <laughs> sure. You may not. You mean you don't have prepared ad reads for I, modern so, day glory holes? Sometimes they line up. Yeah. But uh, this time it did not. Oh, well. Marty. Good try. Do you like games that are rigged against you? Do you think it's fun to watch a bunch of adults argue about shit that doesn't matter, like kids in a schoolyard fighting over a basketball? Do you like having your hard-earned money taken from you and then redistributed in ways that you disagree with both ethically and logically? Then check out Elections Canada and register to vote. Nice. Yeah. There you go. That would um, have been topical two months ago. I was, uh, well, yeah, exactly. And especially by the time this comes out, I was originally going to add a part about like, do you like spending $6 billion on results that look a lot like the thing that happened before? <laughs> um, lateral moves. Lateral moves. Um, it's an expensive lateral move. Yeah, it is. Um, I just got a text message. So talk like, to me for a minute uh, while I'm I look at it. I'm trying to think of other noteworthy news headlines. Oh, this one was interesting. I found was the Elon Musk thing about the world food bank, I think. Yeah. He just pledged to give $6 billion. Well, he did. If, if they the explain WFB exactly where, yeah. Sort of comes to him with like a concise plan as far as how they would spend. Cause they tweeted the world food bank tweeted out that. I don't know, paraphrasing here, but according to their calculations or whatever, they said that $6 billion would help solve the wo the world food hunger crisis. Yeah. The world food for hunger a year. crisis? For a year. The world hunger crisis. Yeah, so the, the lack famine. Of food, the famine, essentially. I didn't know it was for a year even. Um, and then Elon Musk replied to that tweet saying like, hey, if you can show to me, like come up with a concise plan and be fully transparent. Mm-hmm. Like send me all the receipts for where you're spending the money, kind of thing. Um, then I'll I'll sell a bunch of my Tesla stock and I'll give you six billion dollars to do it. Yeah, because he just hit three hundred billion dollars. He's the richest man on the he's planet. He's the richest man ever. Like yeah. no one's ever crossed that threshold. That's true. Um, so yeah, he. I don't know. They did the calculation based on one meal a day at forty three cents a meal times 365 days for the, I can't remember what it is. So like, that's, that's just for one meal, yeah, one meal a day at 40, 42 or 43 cents a meal. That's insane, dude. So yeah. yeah and um, that was 6 billion, 6.2 billion. That's how they, obviously, that's, they just went on the radio and said that they're like, that's where the money's going. Yeah. So they can the do the math yourself if you like but. with Elon Musk being like, if I pony up this money, like, how do I know you're actually going to say you're going to do what you say you're going to do with it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not just giving $6 billion to you so that your CEO and your, like, <laughs> administrators can just pull from this cookie jar and, like, stuff it into their own pockets. No, exactly. Like, I want to see that you're putting this money to use Yeah. the way you say you are. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, interesting bit Very. of potential philanthropy there. Um, I guess we'll see if it comes to pass. I don't know. Tam will tell. Only Tam will tell. Well, that is uh, super interesting. 
And uh, I hope that it does. I hope that they fix famine. Like, you know, how cool would that it be? It would be nice. I mean, uh, I don't know. The fact that billionaires are, I don't know, that's a whole other. It's <laughs> crazy. I, you ever seen that tweet that's like, like billionaires shouldn't exist and like capitalism, if you treated it like a game, it was like whenever you hit 999 million, like $1 short of a billion. Yeah. You get a plaque or a trophy that says, congratulations, you won capitalism. Nice. <laughs> like, here you go. And like every dollar you make beyond that goes to charity. But like, you're just like, you're perpetually stuck at, like you never. Yeah. You know, it's a joke tweet, obviously. Of course. Yeah. But like the principle behind it is, is, um, I don't know. The. It's like at a certain point, like, I don't know. Like the thing is, is it a, a billion in assets or is it a billion in capital? I don't know. Because none of these people care. have, no, but the, the thing is none of these people have a billion dollars. No, in he doesn't account. have a, a, a bank account that says 300 no. billion. The motherfucker owns a space balance. program. Like exactly. that's where his money's at. Yeah, yeah. He's digging holes under the earth. Like yeah. there's, there's, there's no money. It's like, it's all in cars being, it's all, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's and not a liquid. Yeah. The, the problem that I have money. with that, and it's, it's just a, a perspective that I have, but it's like, it <clears> takes <throat> away the incentive to like that dude has an incentive to keep making money. And if you had, you know, the, the charity loophole for taxes mm. gives you an invent an incentive to give to charity. And it's kind of a system that works. Like you right. go out, you work, you make a, ton of money and then you could keep a bunch of money by giving a bunch of your money to charity yeah it's like a weird but i mean i mean yeah that's yeah yeah but I, that's but anyway. one way to, to look at it but it's also i mean they offshore banking accounts and like there's ways to avoid paying oh taxes yeah in general like, yeah period. that's not awesome which is like if you have a certain amount of money you can dump it in into whatever yeah, you could pay somebody to hide your money barbados for it, or, or whatever yeah, exactly and be like yeah no I'm, i've pay, i didn't pay anything on that money because it's offshore. Yeah. It's not like here. I hope I don't, that, I don't know how any of that shit works. I hope the piece of paper it's I'm crazy. holding in my hand right now talks about taxes. <laughs> I hope not. But then like the average person, the average American or, or person makes $45,000 a year. Yeah. They pay, I don't know what the percentage is, 12%, 14% tax. I don't know. Um, in America? I, I don't know. I have no fucking clue. It's state by state. So it's like how does, you know, anyway, that's sort of like part of the disillusionment I think of. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Of people who live and work. And when you talk about the, the, uh, the great divide as far as like the wage, yeah. the wage gap or whatever. There's a balance to strike between like capitalism and socialism. And I think that's unfortunately not where everyone's mind is at. I think people are on one side or on the other. Yep. If you're a billionaire, you're obviously all for capitalism. And if you're poor, you're obviously all for socialism. And I feel like if we strike a balance between the two where we find a way for everybody to fucking contribute to the, to the, oh, so communism. To the group. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. Not in that sense. I always said there should I, just be a flat tax. It should be 10%, 10 cents on the dollar. You make a hundred dollars, you give ten dollars. Yeah, That's it. interesting. Yeah, it's real simple. Be one way to do it. Yeah, and it's and then and then it's like and and with no loopholes, right? Yeah. So you just eliminate like the entire system, and you just go ten cents on the dollar. Yeah. And then yeah, and that's that. But uh, anyway, that's just me. I'm stupid. I'm obviously not an e yeah. economist, so that's not how things I, are going to yeah, work. I, I again, I'm my head's spinning. I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> but it just makes it equal. Yeah. All right. Topic. But not everyone's equal. No. Freedom isn't free. Okay. Topic? This one's from Joel I mean, and yeah. Alex. Another one from Joel and Alex. I believe Jeez. right now in the cup, they're all from Joel and yeah, Alex. Yeah, you're probably right. Ooh, okay. This is a long one. They are. This is a long one. Oh. Oh, wow. That is a long one. I can see through the... Okay. 
Okay, Beauty and the Beast. Oh, okay. The real hero of the story is Gaston, not the literal animal who imprisons a woman in his castle. Think about poor Lumiere. He probably missed his... What does this say? Probably missed his kid's grad. What the fuck? Okay. The real hero of the story is Gaston, not the literal animal who imprisons a woman in his castle. Think about Lumiere. He probably missed his kid's grad. I, the, I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head around this one. Okay. We're talking about Beauty and the Beast here. Yeah. And <laughs> the... What 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 Joel and Alex are recommending here? I've started the timer already, so okay, good. I'm trying to get a jump on it. What Joel and Alex are recommending here is that the Beast, yes, Eric. No, that's in that's in Little Mermaid. Eric is the Prince in Little Mermaid. Yeah. I feel like this is going to diverge into more Disney. Talk, Disney, it's going to start to. with Beauty and the Beast. Um, is that he is the bad guy? The Beast is the bad guy, mm-hmm. and he's the literal Beast. In the question, I'm trying to. Which uh, one is Gaston again? And which one is the, Lumiere is the actual candle holder? The candlestick, Obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, and which one is Lumiere? Or uh, Gaston, sorry. Gaston is the dude, the jacked dude who, who sings at the bar and all the girls are into him, but he's into Belle. He's like, he wears like a red uh, or a gold shirt. Remember there's I'm that... just going to look him up. He like picks up the table with the three chicks on it. He's he's like the... He's like the... Um, the, the competition. Oh, yeah. yeah See, yeah. I thought... I haven't seen this movie in so long. I know, me too. That I thought Gaston was... The teapot? No, was the who the beast became. Oh, no. Like, that's uh, my memory. I remember this guy. Like, right. This cartoon character. Right. But in my head, I remembered him being like, oh, that's... When the beast becomes a human again, like, it becomes this guy. Yeah, no, that's... No, he's the he's a different guy. He's a different guy entirely. Well, yeah. Okay, can we, let's just quickly go over the story of the beast, how he becomes... Do you remember it's all, like, it's done in a different animation? Some sort of curse. It, there is a curse. What curse is... Disney trope. Why is he does get cursed? Is it because he's vain? I don't remember. It seems like it would be fitting that he was vain and then a witch or his mother-in-law cursed him or something. Yeah. And how's the curse broken? Uh, she kisses him. She falls in love with the true inside him. Oh, right. Hence the name Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. She's beautiful. He's gross. The beauty is inside. But I don't understand why he's a bad... I guess, does he actually imprison her? I yeah. I'm pretty sure he does. How does that work? But I don't remember... Should we just read a synopsis? Please, because I've uh, here's the here's the funny Otherwise, part. I don't know how we're going to talk about this if we. Yeah, let's read so the synopsis. Long. I've watched Beauty and the Beast probably eight hundred times. I remember watching it a ton when I was a kid too. I really yeah, enjoyed it. But there's a live action version of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's what's who's what, in that one? Um, the stupid face. What's her face? Ewan McGregor, and Kristen Stewart. Is it? Oh, Stanley Tucci's in it too. Um, wow. No, it's Emma Thompson. Oh, Emma Thompson. She's I don't on. know who that is. No, sorry, Emma Watson. Oh, I know who that is. Emma she, Watson, Dan Stevens, uh, Luke Evans, Kevin Klein, Ewan McGregor, Stanley Tucci, and Ian McKellen. Nice. Um, Sir Ian McKellen. That's right. Okay, let's just look at a synopsis. Hit of me. Hit Beauty me with the, the synopsis. Beast 1991 yeah. cartoon. That's the one we want to talk about here. And we're going to look for uh, Wikipedia, right? Okay. And we're going to scroll to plot. Nice. Okay. Uh, already, I forget this. An enchantress. An enchantress. Just. Hmm. Enchant- wow. Enchantress or enchantress? Enchantress. 
Enchantress. <laughs> That's a tricky word. Your reading skills are... An enchantress disguised as a beggar woman offers a rose to a... Cr- oh, the rose. I remember the rose. Yeah, the rose in the little... It's in the gar- glass Glass bell? jar thing. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Like she, like, she's not, like, not allowed to touch it yeah. or something. And, when she and it wilts? pulls it, it wilts or something? Yeah, or something yeah. happens, yeah. one petal wilts at a time. I'm anyway, sure this, this is all going to be clear in here. <laughs> coming up here shortly. Um... So an enchantress disguised as a beggar woman offers a rose to a cruel and selfish prince okay. in exchange for shelter from a storm. Okay. okay. When he refuses, she reveals her identity and for the prince's arrogance, she transforms him into a beast and his servants into household objects. Oh. I she, didn't realize those were... Okay. Yeah, they were all people as well. Yeah, okay. And then they all regain their human form at the end. Um, she casts a spell on the rose. Mm-hmm. And warns the prince that the spell will only be broken if he learns to love another and be loved in return before the last petal falls or he will remain a beast forever. So the rose is like a timer. Okay. It's like an hourglass. Right. Got it. So years later, I guess it's a very slow wilting rose. Years later in a nearby village, Belle, the -hmm. book loving daughter of an eccentric inventor named Maurice, dreams of adventure. She frequently tries avoiding Gaston, a narcissistic hunter who wants to marry her because of her beauty. So he's his, vain. He's vain as well. Got it. Um, on his way to a fair to showcase her his latest invention, an automatic wood chopper, Maurice gets lost in the forest and seeks refuge in the beast's castle. But the beast's imprison the beast imprisons him for trespassing. Oh. When Maurice's horse returns without him, Belle ventures out searching for him and finds him locked in the castle dungeon. The beast agrees to free Maurice if she takes his place as prisoner. Huh. So he is kind of fucked up. Yeah. The beast is kind of like um, not having a good time. And he's yeah. lashing out here, clearly. Well, he's a f- he's been turned into a beast, so. Yeah, because he was a dick in the first he place. He was a dick in the first place. Although, let's hang on. Just right here, just pause real quick. That bitch offered him a rose in exchange for a night at the like at a hotel in a castle. It was a bit of an unfair trade to begin with. I'm no, just going to say it. In exchange for shelter from a storm. Yeah, but, but the, like. The point is. All right, go on. Have a heart. Sure, Storm. but also like some like fucking help this random... bitch out. Okay, she just wants to crash. You're telling me it's raining outside here in this house, and some bitch comes knocks on the door and goes, "I'll give you a rose if you let me sleep in your house Poor tonight." Example. You'd be like, mm, "I don't know who you are, you crazy lady." That's a little different. Uh, is it though? It's a little different. I guess. Um, Seems like a good way to get raped. Anyways, yeah. Where was I? I I forget. So she exchanges oh, so her she, place. So for, he agrees yeah. to let go her dad as long as she takes his place. Got it. Um, How nice of her. Right? What She's a, a goddamn yeah, saint. No kidding. So Belle, obviously she does it. He, mm-hmm. She befriends the castle's servants. So Lumiere is the candelabra. Yeah. Cogsworth is the clock. Yeah, I remember that. Mrs. Potts is the teapot, right? And her With son her Chip. Son. Which is the teacup. That's right. And they serve her a dinner through song. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, well, it's classic When Disney. she wanders into the forbidden West Wing and finds the rose, the beast catches her and angrily force, forces her to flee from the castle. What? What? I thought she was a prisoner. Yeah. In and the woods, just... she's ambushed by a pack of wolves but the beast rescues her and is injured in the process i remember this now as bell nurses his injuries a spark develops between them and as time passes they begin to fall in love stockholm syndrome Mm. exactly yeah meanwhile maurice returns to the village and fails to convince the townsfolk of bell's predicament hearing maurice statements about the beast gaston hatches a plan he bribes monsieur dark the warden of the town's insane asylum to have Maurice locked up as a lunatic with no one to support her, Belle would have no choice but to marry Gaston. Oh my goodness. So he's a sociopath. Yep. Um, before they can act, however, Maurice leaves for the castle to attempt a rescue alone. 
after sharing a romantic dance with the beast. I, I remember, remember that, that scene as well. Yep. Um, that's the song. Tell is all this time. <laughs> I had it in French. Tale as old as time. Is, is, is that the only lyric? <laughs> Tale as old as time. Tale as old as time. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, that should have been the title of the movie. Tale as old as time. Tale as old as time. Um, Tale as old as time. It's a tale as old as time. So after sharing a romantic dance with the beast, Belle uses the beast's magic mirror to check on her. F- oh yeah, the magic mirror. What? Um, to check on her father, and it's like a it's like a portal sort of. Okay. Or uh, like a camera. It's got this shit just laying around. Yeah. So she uses the magic mirror to check on her father and she sees him collapse, collapsing in the woods. Oh my. The beast releases her to save Marie. So she's still a prisoner. At least uh, the, the language used in this synopsis is a little suggestive. Okay. The beast releases her to save Maurice, giving her the mirror as a souvenir. Um, after Belle takes her father to the village, a band of villagers led by Gaston arrives to detain Maurice. Right. I remember that with the they like section eight pitchforks in. and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Belle uses the mirror to show the beast to the townsfolk, proving her father's sanity. Realizing that Belle loves the beast, a jealous Gaston has her and her father locked in the basement and rallies the villagers to follow him to the castle to slay the beast. He's not coming off very well. No. Yeah. So I feel like maybe Joel and Alex were misremembering. I, we, I think we all were. <laughs> I think everyone is misremembering yeah. this movie. I'll have to ask them when they last saw this movie. Um with the help of Chip, who arrived at their house as a stowaway, and Maurice's wood chopping machine, Maurice and Belle escape and rush back to the castle. Okay. During the battle, the beast's servants fend off the villagers, and Gaston attacks the beast in his tower, who is too depressed from Belle's departure to fight back, but regains his spirit upon seeing Belle return. All right. He defeats Gaston, but spares his life before reuniting with Belle. However... Hmm? Gaston fatally stabs the beast with a knife and falls to his death. Right. Remember that too. Yeah, and then she kisses him. The beast dies in Belle's arms before the last petal falls. Yeah, yeah. Belle tearfully professes her love to the beast, and the spell is undone, reviving the beast and restoring his human form along with all his servants and his castle. Just like in the Matrix. And then the prince and Belle host a ball for the kingdom where they dance happily. What happened to Gaston? He dies. What? Hang on. Sorry, I missed that part. Yeah. He fatally stabs the beast with a knife and then falls to his death. They were on like some sort of bridge or something. Okay. A bridge or like a tower. And then he okay. like stabbed him, but in the falls. process like falls off the Jesus the castle or whatever. Is it a Grimm's brother's tale or something? I don't think so. No, eh? No, I don't believe so. It's like a, apparently a bunch of those. Like, remember we were listening to that, um, <clears throat> what's it called? The revisionist history about yeah, it? Yeah, about he was, he had like the four episode piece on. The um, Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. But he was talking about how a bunch of these um, Disney movies in particular are old fairy tales that have yeah. been like passed well, around. That one in the the um, Little Mermaid is the the Danish guy. I forget his name. He wrote a Hans Christian of, Andersen. That's the one. How did I do that? Who yeah. knows? Um, I sometimes forget my own name. Yeah. So he wrote, but his story was interesting too, right? Like yeah, in the, yeah, yeah. In that podcast, they talked about how he was like. Um, kind of like an incel, I guess. Yeah. Well, and was like, uh, but also was like, um, maybe bisexual and like loved a man, but also right. like was a virgin and yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. whatever, like a yeah. weird kind of, um, not there's anything wrong or weird with being a virgin. I'm just saying he was a bit of an oddball. It, it, uh, coincide. Like, yeah, it, it's, they're just two state, two statements 
that are uninfluential about each other. Yes. He was a virgin and he was an oddball. Yes, that is what I'm saying. Um, here's, okay, so t- talking about the Beauty and the Beast thing, what I'm figuring out is I think neither one of them is really a great guy to begin with. However, mm-hmm. however. We'll have to watch this. Um, I think that should be. Does he have a. I watch does, it tonight. Does he have a human name when he turns back into a human? Or is he just known say. as the Beast? It doesn't say. There's I'm no. Sure, he does. Yeah, he was a prince before, right? He was like a, some sort. Like he lived in a fucking. It says castle. he was a prince. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so him, that guy, the beast, he was a bad guy at first. Like he was kind of a dickhead, and I mean, yeah, it sounds like you're just a dick. Like not unreasonably. Like was, no. Like he wasn't imprisoning people right off the bat. No. He. But did, in classic Disney form, it's like of. Oh, there's a witch that's going to cast a spell. And yeah. it was like, yeah. And like the lesson, I guess that, that they're trying to get across here. Mm-hmm. is like, be nice to people because you never yeah. know who you're dealing with. I yeah, guess. Yeah, right. Yeah. Is sort of the, yeah. the crude lesson. That's, that's like right away. Story is yeah. Yeah. Like, like the, as a kid who's watching this, she'll be like, Oh shit. The, the beggar was, a, was yeah. a dick. Yeah. And now he's got to pay for it. Mm. But if you had just been nice to the lady, then this never would happen. Right. And he might have met Belle as a He might have been just fine. But because he's a dick, well, he wasn't nice to her. She cast a spell on him and now he has to be a beast. There's a bit of a false sucks. moral there because he did, he did the wrong thing and ended up having the that's right what, thing happen to that's him. That's what the whole, yeah. that whole Malcolm Gladwell it's like it's fine. thing was like, It'll sort these morals out. are so like, they don't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. It's just, um, Felix probably. It's so backwards. Um, the, so w- that's what I was going to say was he was a, kind of a dickhead at first. And then he wasn't like, then things turned out good for him. Yeah. The, you could come in. It's no big deal. What's up, Mal? Oh, where are you going? Yeah. So it's, oh God, I lost <laughs> my train of thought. I'm just kidding. Bye. <laughs> um, I did actually lose my train of thought. Well, I, it was uh, just about how he was, he oh, wasn't yeah, necessarily how, a bad guy. He yeah. was just a dick. But how like in the, like, I, f- I forget exactly what Gladwell said or mm-hmm. the people he interviewed said, but it was like, how do you get rewarded for doing the wrong thing? Well, I guess Funded, like it, and it's, I'm not exactly applying it to the beauty and the beast in this case, right, but like right, in right. a lot of these old fables, yeah, it was like these people, these fables or fairy tales or whatever, mm-hmm. the people who end up at the end of the story re- reaping the reward, so well, to speak, yeah, just kind of like stumble into it or they don't actually have any redeeming qualities or they don't do anything that actually warrants them receiving. The, yeah. I would say I mean? he does though. The the beast the beast does yeah, yeah I'm generalizing he, as far as yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I understand what you're some, saying like but it, I think yeah I think it's supposed to be a story of redemption right sure and it's like he goes out and it's kind of like a, a, a like you know that's sort of like um like Catholic religion right where you can do bad things and then repent yeah and then you become a good person and yeah. you can sit at the so ha- I guess the, in that sense it's a more apt um it's a it's a better moral I think than, than some of them yeah than uh, Little Mermaid for the, the full on like Deus Ex Machina where like the universe just takes care of you because you're the star of the yeah. show and that's like the example of the Little Mermaid is that she she has she does nothing no yeah she's just there she's just a ding dong she does not like she's a passenger basically in her own story in her own story and like yeah. and uh, what's her name uh, Ursula is not even like if you look at the overarching story mm-hmm. Ursula is like not. She's like not even that bad. No, it's like really Triton is like the fucking he's the, the villain. He's yeah. like the dick in the whole story. Yeah, yeah. Ursula is just like she's doing what she needs to do. Well, there was that one thing about her making um an a minor sign a contract. That was like the whole like the yeah. funny like legal side of things. Yeah, where yeah, like yeah. Every lawyer 
ever would be like, no, 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 you can't, you can't sign away like, a person. This aerial person is <laughs> yeah. 13 years old. Yeah, She's especially not, legally... not a minor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so that was like a funny, the legal anecdote, I guess. Um, I forget what I was going to say. But no, I, I see what you're saying is it's like the, the, the narrative is kind of like, it's, it kind of has this. Okay. So did you ever watch the show? Everything sucks. No, it was kind of a, um, are you familiar with freaks and geeks? A little bit. Yeah. It was kind of in that same vein. So it was like a nineties kind of like nostalgia show or whatever. Anyway, it doesn't really matter what the show is about. The point is that in the show, and I think I've talked about this before, um, there's a kid whose dad is dead, but he, he has all these old videos of his dad reviewing movies. Okay. So he used to like film himself watching movies and then reviewing them like on VHS and stuff. Yeah. Kind of like a pre YouTube, YouTube style dude. Sure. Anyway. And he was talking about um, one of the points that he makes is about uh, Ghostbusters. And he says the antagonist or the bad guys in the Ghostbusters are the Environmental Protection Agency guys. The EPA right. is right. the bad guys in the story. Mm -hmm. And his whole point is that he's like, if this was the real world, the EPA guys are the heroes yep. and the Ghostbusters would be the antagonist, right? And he goes, yep. the, the point is that you are the hero of your own story. So right. you're always doing right. the thing that you think is right for your world and for your storyline. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it means that there's no real bad guy ever. So like even Gaston, right, he's trying to do what's best for him, which is to marry this girl that he thinks is amazing. And like, if you were like, if you walked up to your friend, well, I think she's hot. Well, yeah, but I'm, <laughs> here's the point is it's like, if you walked up to me and you were like, Hey, I met this girl. She's perfect. I love her. I want to marry her. Yeah. And I go, you should do anything you can to get her. Yeah. That would be like a story of like positive. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But Shoot because it's. Shot. Because it's presented on the opposite side of this other story, mm -hmm. it comes off as like a negative story. And obviously he does some shit that's terrible. Yeah. And obviously he pushes it too far. And there's, there's, a, there's a line that you shouldn't cross. But the point is that he's doing what he thinks is right for his own storyline. Right. And the same thing with the beast. Like the beast is like trying to self-protect. He's, he's got right. this self-preservation thing right off the bat. He's like, this crazy bitch wants to come into my house. Just give me a dusty rose. Yeah. Maybe she's going to steal all my shit. She's going to, you know, corrupt my, corrupt my servants. Rules. Like who knows, who knows what she's going to do. Right. The only person who's really good in this story is bell by the sounds of it. Yeah. She's, she's, and I can't remember if she comes off as like an idiot or anything. I'm going to watch it tonight for real talk. Are you I'm really for real? It. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I can't I, imagine it's more than like 90 minutes long. It's got to be that. Yeah. I had it on VHS. It was a yeah. fucking, I'll it was just a, watch it and I'll see favorite of mine. But yeah, I feel like. Belle is the one with like the actual heart of gold. She's just like, she wants to take care of her dad. Yeah. Her first, like the first thing she does is like when her dad's in trouble, she's like, no, 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 take me instead. Yeah. What a fucking Which is saint. like the most noble thing. And then she falls do, in is, love. Like, give your life. Yeah. Not, or not your life, but like you can, you're literally exchanging your life for someone yeah. else's. Yeah. Yeah. Like giving yours up to save someone else. Yeah. 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 You know, it's like the most noble thing when you hear about like soldiers at war. Sure. It's like people who win the purple heart. A lot of times are guys who sacrifice put themselves in the line mm -hmm. of fire mm -hmm. to know, knowing that they will probably die, mm -hmm. but that their actions, like the, the odds of, if I do this and die, well, then the other guys behind me can get away yeah. and survive. Yeah. I die a hundred people survive. It's that sort of the, the peak of nobility. Like it doesn't get any more noble than that. Totally. Right. To give, to sacrifice your life for someone else's. So yeah. that's like the first act, significant act that she has in this movie is to give up her own, give up her sacrifice. own. Yeah. Yeah. I, to make that sacrifice that's right and and I, I seem to recall her dad coming off as kind of like a kook like bumbling yeah yeah he's like i'm a bumbling fool like he's an inventor so he's obviously smart yeah, yeah. but he's kind of like 
you know, off the wall a little bit and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, and she's doing this, you know, for him. And then she falls in love with the beast. I feel like she even goes on a date with Gaston. Like she does give him a chance and he just comes off as creepy or something. I, th- I, I feel remember. like there's like, he tries to kiss her and she's not down or yeah, something that like does that. Kind of ring a bell. Um, so she really does. She really is like the hero of the story, mm-hmm. uh, which is interesting because she's not a princess and she's not a, it's yeah, like she's, she's just, just like an a ordinary town, girl town folk or whatever. Right? Yeah. Yeah. She's a, uh, she's very pretty though. Yeah. Which, she's a, she's a hot Disney princess for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. She's not a princess though. Well, Disney princess. You know, yeah, yeah, Disney, I see what you're saying. Like the, yeah. Not the heroine, but what do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Um, yeah, she does seem to be the only, well, not the only one. Again, because the, it is, a, like a, you said, a tale of redemption for the beast. For the beast, yeah. Yeah, you end up liking him. At the end, you're like, well, he did the right thing. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He, he did the right and thing. He went his, and protected uh, her. And so his character arc is him learning mm-hmm. and I guess sulking for a long time. And he does the sacrifice thing too, right? When she goes out into the woods... And he comes out to save her. He gets injured in the process and he knows right. he's and going he to get injured. he doesn't have to do that. No, he doesn't. He, he, he booted her out for some yeah. reason and, and he could have just let her die. It doesn't matter. But he's got at this point, now he has something well, to gain. Hot. She's, she's hot. She is hot. And hot. obviously she's got a heart of gold. Like why would yeah. you want to marry her? So yeah. So, so she starts to thaw his mm. icy <laughs> demeanor, I guess, or his icy, whatever. His, his cold exterior exterior his heart yeah. so starts to thaw a little bit when she yeah. shows up yeah he truly is a beast and not just on the outside like at first he truly is a beast on the inside like mm-hmm. he's like actually rough yeah because i don't think he doesn't take a liking to her right away no because she's still an invader in his castle right yeah, why is he so protective of his castle i need a we need a prequel like a mm. You know, an origin story for the beast. It's yeah. Like, what, what made, who hurt you? Where is his parents? Who made you this way? That's what, what I'm, happened to it's you. It's kind of like a, a Bruce Wayne thing. Like maybe, he, <laughs> maybe he watched his parents die at a young age. And Get murdered sick. in an alleyway. Yeah. And yeah. that turned him into a cold, heartless. Yeah. Dick. Or, I mean, yeah. You know? But Bruce Wayne Yeah, because I don't, I don't remember. No, I'm just saying like the, yeah, yeah, sorry, the, yeah, the go same ahead. sort of origin story. I don't remember him taking a liking to Belle right away. Yeah. It's like, like the synopsis said, like they, the first spark happens when she gets attacked, he saves her and mm-hmm. <clears throat> hurts himself in the process. And then they end up back at the castle and she takes care of him. I remember. And was, I think that was the first thing where he was like, holy shit. Yeah. Cause he actually like feels, starts to feel something at that point. Yeah. Whereas before he was like, why the f- fuck you're in my castle? Yeah. 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 I remember like, it was scary when he catches her in the room with the rose. Yeah. I remember he that like being, turns on her. That being like a moment of tension as well. Yeah. But I don't remember how, like, clearly she's not. I feel like maybe even up until that point, they never prisoner? show you him. Because like she's just like, if she's wandering around the castle. Yeah. She just kind of lives there. It's not really a prisoner situation. Yeah. Whereas I, when her dad was there, I don't remember if he was like in a jail cell or anything. Let's just reevaluate this question from Joel and Alex. Yeah. Okay. Just because now we've got sort we've, of like something more. it than, out a little bit. Yeah. Okay. The real hero of the story is Gaston. Disagree. Disagree. Yeah. Uh, not the literal animal who imprisons a woman in his castle. We're going to forget about the Lumiere part because we don't really, we didn't really clarify anything on there about him. him. I yeah, guess, so okay, you know what? I we will can, say, we can, we can tackle that. We, we could tackle the fact that somehow the servants got punished. They get lumped into this. They for just for being there. Yeah. They were, they How were shitty as that potentially not well remunerated for their work. Who knows? Right. Fuck, you go from being a human to a candle holder. Or a teapot? That's a down. That's, I feel like there was a chest of drawers. That is not well. a lateral move. That is no. a step down. You yeah. are you are 
working your way down the ladder at that point. That's yeah. not good. So, and, and for, and, and for why, like for what did they do? Maybe they were in, maybe they were enthusiastic when he told that bitch to fuck off. They were like, yeah, yeah, you get the fucking. Yeah, well, would that make the witch kind of a dick as well then? Uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, because it's just like. Like, I understand punishing. You, the, you won't let me sleep here? Yeah. I'm turning you into a big hairy wolf. I'm flip your whole life around. Yeah. <laughs> and, and your servants. And also, you know what? Fuck everybody else. Yeah, too. exactly. Like, you your can whole... get it. You can get it. You can get it too. Yeah. Fuck everybody else in this bitch ass castle. You guys are all getting your whole you... lives. Here's a question. Fucked over. How is there other objects in the castle that aren't things? Like there's mean? like tables and there's lamps and there's mirrors. Well, maybe and shit he only there. had three servants. Well, no, he, he did. It's like a pretty good ratio of servants to. Yeah, but there was like that big, one, it was like a chest of one. drawers or something or like a, a, a wardrobe that moves around with the doors flapping. Oh, yeah. I, I remember, I remember that. that. Yeah. There was the clock. There was the teapot. There was the cup. There was the candle holder. Mm-hmm. There was like. Everything else is, is, is just objects, just stuff. I don't know. I'm going to rewatch it. Yeah. Okay. Maybe everything is an, an object. In that case, the ratio is crazy. Guys like 20 right? servants for just him. Right. Wild. It is, as far as I'm concerned, a tale as old as time. It is a tale as old as time. Um, yeah, I don't, I, it's funny. Cause I don't, I would actually, now that you're saying it, I really kind of want to rewatch it from an adult perspective mm-hmm. just to understand it. In a, in a more sort of like a logical way. Yeah. Because as a kid, you just, whatever, like, well, I don't even know what was appealing to well, me it's about like that the, story. Like in that, again, the Malcolm Gladwell thing, which if you haven't, we've been sort of talking about it back and forth here, but it's in the last, the most recent season of his podcast called Revisionist History. And he does like a four part, three or four part breakdown of why the Little Mermaid is super problematic. Mm. Um, and it, again, it's just like you're saying, like he's rewatching this movie from an adult perspective and going like, hang on a second. Yeah. That is fucked up. That makes no sense. Yeah. This doesn't make any sense. Why is this person being reviled when they're actually just doing what they should do? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Why is the mermaid? Anyway, he goes on. It's like a super deep dive into this movie, this kid's movie Mm. that I remember watching when I was a kid and really enjoying. Like, but I don't like when you're five years old watching this movie, you're just, it's just a cartoon. Yeah. And you're like rooting for the princess to get the prince. I'm I'm, not really knowing why I'm always willing to suspend disbelief when it helps the story progress. Yeah. Like I understand those things like, you know, like Ariel and and Ursula have to have the contentious relationship that they do in order to get Ariel on land in order. You know what I mean? For there to be conditions, for there to be some tension. But also don't forget the story in the movie is, is drastically different than the story that, uh, Erickson wrote. Right. Right. Anderson. Anderson. Sorry. Yeah. Like it's the story that he wrote is much different than the one that they made the movie. Well, for, yeah, uh, into because it's it's everything's darker in, mm-hmm. in of course fairy it's, a, tales. it's a dark fable. Like, like I it's think a really the, dark story. What was he saying? I, I'm probably gonna fucking brutalize this, but it has something to do with like how fairy tales and fables in general were supposed to like scare kids into acting right. Like it was like you, yeah, you do these things and you and you read these stories so that when you wake up in the morning. You have like this new knowledge about the yeah, world yeah. that you don't want to fuck. They were around. like lessons in morality, or, or yeah, whatever. yeah, mm-hmm. but like through fear, yeah, like not through like do the right thing or mm-hmm. be good to people. Is it's like if you do bad things, bad things will happen to you. Yeah, not the other way around. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, like the what's the um, the gingerbread house? The um, 
Hansel, Hansel and Gretel. And Gretel. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, they go, they go off script and they fucking run off into the woods after yeah. being told not to. Yeah. And then they get fucking kidnapped by a witch and like almost eaten. Right. Yeah. And, and that's kind of like that, that was Grimm's brothers, I believe. Believe so. Um, but that, that's the whole point is it's like, it's not about like, oh, you did the right thing. So good things happened. It's like, you did the wrong thing. So bad things happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, don't act a fool. Basically don't act a fool. Um, but yeah, really interesting four part series about, and they don't just talk about the little mermaid. They, they do dive into a lot of these other, um, fables or fairy tales and explain yes. why they kind of. Snow White, you know, like, Cinderella. <laughs> he interviews like fairy tale historians, which I didn't know was a thing. Huh. But there's these guys who have gone to school and like studied all these old fairy tales that you'd never heard of from like the 1600s from like these Italian poets or whatever. Um, um, just yeah, a, really interesting. Just a little side note. I'm just, as we're talking about this, I'm just realizing how many of the Disney movies are like, um, even from way, way back in the, actually the very first Disney movie is like, uh, very like uh, female uh, forward. How do like, you mean? Like I'm, I'm just realizing it's like I just you know you think about like sort of like history and being like it's a man's world, right? And mm-hmm. there's there's quite a few Disney princesses. There's quite a few, you know, like I just it's just an interesting thought that I just realized. It's like the very first Disney movie ever made was a, <clears throat> was Cinderella, right? Was it or was Snow White? Uh, I yeah, think it was Cinderella. Snow White, I think. They probably had some other little projects. I feel like some black and white shit. But I yeah, think yeah, yeah, Snow full length. White, Sorry, first full length. I think it was Snow White. Snow White's from like the 30s or 40s. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Um, but you think about it, like name them, right? Like from, and that's not an era. What, what I'm getting at is that's not an era where uh, a, a lead role would be given to a female, right? Yeah. And then throughout the, the throughout the but life I don't, cycle of I, Disney. I, I would have to rewatch those movies as well. But how, I mean, as far as they are the lead character mm-hmm. in those movies. Mm-hmm. But they don't like, they always end up just getting rescued by a dude anyway, don't they? Yeah, there like is. Snow a, White is yeah. like, she just like. She does the thing she's not supposed to be stupid woman. You weren't supposed to eat the apple. Dummy. Dummy. Now you're dead. Yeah. Yeah. And then the prince, the hot prince comes in and he's like, I'll save you. I got you. Don't worry. I got he you. just kisses her. Kisses her and she's back to life. It's cool. Yeah. And then like Cinderella doesn't really do like, she's just doesn't really do a whole lot either from what I recall. Yeah. She but, just kind of like gets a night out on the town. For no reason. For no. Well, there was a reason. I forget what it was. And I remember being a sort of a valid reason. She just wishes for it. I think. Because her sisters are going right. and she just wishes that she could go too. And then the fairy godmother shows up and makes it happen for her. Yeah. Um, no, and there's like, you know, Princess Jasmine and and what are the, the new ones? The fucking, what's her face? The uh, Moana. Moana, yeah. I haven't and the, seen the new And the one with the braids and the oh, Ice um, Queen and the... Frozen. Frozen, yeah. I haven't seen those either. Uh, Brave. Um, Honestly, I've, the last Disney movie I think I've seen... <sighs> Was Up a Disney movie or was that Pixar? I think that's Pixar. Yeah. I don't even know. Up Disney is a movie. great movie. It's so good. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the last Disney movie I've seen, to be honest. Hmm. I, I, it's been a minute. There's definitely, I, I like, there's definitely some crossover as well because like, um, Disney owns a bunch of other companies. Yeah. So like, it's I mean, like a, like a Disney sort like, of, like the class. Like, you have you seen Disney? the new Mandalorian? <laughs> no. Because that's a Disney. Exactly. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's been a it's been a while. It's been like a minute. Yeah, but for sure you've what seen. What was your some... favorite Disney movie when you were a kid? Jungle Book for me. Frankly, uh, Beauty and the Beast was way up there. My mom will attest to that. It was a Jungle Book was my favorite. Jungle Book's far. good. Yeah, um, the, the songs in that movie are so good. The King Louis song. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. 
I I I guess it would. There's have no woman to be... in in Jungle Book. I don't think. It's just Mowgli. Mowgli, and then all of the all of the animals are male. Yeah, I'm the king of the, the bear. Shere Khan, the, the gorilla, VIP. the snake is Shere Khan, the tiger. They're all male. No it's an all male cast. They want to be a man, man cub. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm, I, I'm trying to think if there was a Disney movie that I liked more than that. I've lost you. I want to walk like you. Remember that? No. Has anyone ever told you that you sing well? No, I wonder a, why. There's a reason for that. Yeah. <clears throat> um, uh, yeah. Just yeah. Jungle to... Book was mine. Like then, that was. Uh, uh, would I have close a close second? Yeah. Maybe I don't know. I'm trying to think. Ooh. Um. Uh. The the stone. Um. The fucking Merlin and the the sword in the stone. Oh yeah, that's a good one. I don't Big know if that's fan. Disney though. Isn't it? Maybe. Probably. Um. I also really liked um Aladdin. Yeah. The trilogy because of Robin Williams. I I didn't have Aladdin, but I had The Return of Jafar, so I watched that okay. eighty thousand times. Yeah, um, you got to watch the third one too, Aladdin and the Forty Thieves. I genuinely think I've never seen it. So funny. Yeah, it's really good. It's just because Robin Williams is. Yeah, Robin Williams is great. Hilarious. Great in that movie. Um, and Gilbert Gottfried. What else did I like? Yeah, as Iago. Yeah. The parrot or whatever potentially the movie i've seen the most in my life just because we're talking about it would be free willy yeah it would be between honestly I, it would be between beauty and the beast and free willy i did watch that one a ton when i was a kid too yeah i'm big fan big fan of free willy i don't know what else i don't know kids lots of kids movies yeah okay well should we do a yeah, little what kind of statement that is lots of kids movies what lots of kids now movies what? okay well should we just do like a little thing at the end here and then and then what are you doing? I'm going to the washroom. Oh my goodness. You can't wait like three and a half minutes? No. Okay. 30. Well, you go, you go ahead then. And I will just sit here and wait for you to come back. Actually, I'll probably cut a bunch of um, silence out of this. So it's all going to seem like he went to the bathroom in like eight seconds and came back. Oh, wow. You're back already. That was fast. I just said that I was going to cut a bunch of the silence out and it was going to make it seem like you went to the bathroom yeah, in under eight seconds. Ooh, somebody's cooking something nice. Cool. Smells like tacos or something. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Man. Um, okay, so, we, I, so I sent you some dreams. We could do that. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> or we could do... I we haven't done a dreams? word of the day in a while. True, we can do one of those as well. And I have some more lightning round questions. So whatever you want to do. Let's do a dream. Let's do dreams. Oh, two dreams. Wait, two are dreams. these your dreams or are these copy paste dreams from the Those internet? are the internet dreams. Okay. Here's the first one. I've had this recurring dream that all my family are actually Mexicans and they are all pulling a prank on me. It started when I was five. They all just ripped their masks off and they have generic Mexican mustaches and sombreros on. The dream happened again when my brother was born two years ago. He rips the mask off and is a Mexican underneath. What do you think it means? Um, have you ever heard of that syndrome where you think people are the, mm. the the people in your life are are copy like versions of? I the, think you think you're adopted. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, or that you don't fit in. Is that like imposter syndrome? Uh, or, or is that something else? I think that's yeah. I guess it. No, it's not quite imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is if you're getting things you don't feel like you deserve. Oh, okay. 
like if you're yeah like a part of a um but yeah it I, yeah, it's like so, to, to some degree you don't fit in. You've I mean, it gotta, doesn't sound like he's concerned. No, just a weird recurring. Just like, oh, it's weird. My it's family. just recurring. So it's obviously something that um, mm. that weighs on them quite a bit. And I would say, you know what? I don't know why I said he. I'm just assuming this. Comes yeah, from that's a, that's from fine. Um, I would say if you are that person, um, you too can be Mexican on the inside. Yeah. Why don't you pull your own mask off? Right. See what's underneath. Beautiful, beautifully said, Marty. You know? Hey, you out there. You know what? If you're Mexican, that's okay. 100%. (laughs) And if your whole family's Mexican and you're not, that's okay too. That's okay too. Yeah. Cool. Dream analyzed. Yeah. Chalk another one up for the wrong guys. Yeah. Okay, dream number two. I went to the amusement park. Hang on a second. I went to the amusement park with my friends, having a great time, but I'd look around sometimes and see a five-foot-tall frog wearing a brown leather jacket and wielding a knife. (laughs) <laughs> staring at me. I have questions about the frog already. Uh, frog was staring at me from background areas, completely unnoticeable to everyone else. Whenever we made eye contact, he'd hold his knife upwards and give me the evils, evil eyes, I'm assuming. Yeah. And then slink away into whatever hell-bound crevice he hid in. <laughs> this happened the whole dream, and my friends in the dream had no idea what I was talking about. That frog was going to kill me. What were your questions about the frog? So I'm assuming it's a bipedal frog in the sense that it's standing oh. upright. No, I imagined it like five I'm a, feet tall I'm, and <laughs> however. So like a, a mass, a, a giant frog. Yeah, just scaled I'm up. I'm imagining it like, you know, in, in the um, cartoon Arthur, <laughs> everyone is bipedal. Right, okay. Like the rabbit is bipedal, the yeah. aardvark, they're all bipedal. Yeah, yeah, totally. I imagine the frog to be like that, like to have like a humanoid body with a frog head. Right, okay. And to be wearing a, a vest like Han Solo. Okay. Waving a knife around. Holding, holding a knife. Yeah. What do you think it represents? The frog? <coughs> yeah. Oh, boy. I his think it's his inner demon. Deepest, darkest desires. Yes, exactly. The amusement park, to me, leads me to believe this person might want to hurt children. Mm. Yeah. Okay. If you are this person, <clears throat> that you should kill the frog. We've called the police. <laughs> the police are on their police way. The police are on their way. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that I think that that's what I got from that was that the the frog is that like you say the inner deepest yeah, darkest desire overlooking the location of the dream the amusement park is interesting for yeah sure. and it's it's <coughs> it's related to children and it's not good whatever the fuck it is mm-hmm. so don't do it whatever whatever don't don't listen to the frog yeah since the frog was gonna kill me you kill the frog yeah kill the frog fight, fight the frog kill the frog don't let the frog that's kill you. That's self-defense. If you're in Florida, that's fine. You can yeah. get away with it. Stand your ground. This is stand your ground law. Um, mm-hmm. and and don't definitely don't give in to whatever the frog uh, convinces you to do. Yeah, it's not going to be good. You shouldn't listen to no. You shouldn't listen to the your dark side ever. Like that's what Anakin did, and it wasn't. It didn't turn out great for you him. Listen to it. He gave into it. Just don't give in. That's the only thing. Well, yeah, but I mean, I guess you could listen, but mm-hmm. don't don't let it convince you. Yeah. There you go. Agreed. Another dream analyzed. Mm-hmm. We'll have to text Ramey to let him know to put the dream analyzed sound effect in there. Right. 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 Um, yeah, because we don't have it, do we? You don't have it in your soundboard? No, I don't. Okay. That that was the first time I'd ever heard that the other day. <laughs> Today, you mean? Today. Yeah. (laughs) Which was today. The other day, which is the one that I am currently experiencing. Again, after we record these podcasts, Marty basically just cleans his hands of it. (laughs) 
that's Remy and I work hard and then and then give it back to Marty yeah and then he sits on it for a couple weeks before posting it (laughs) well I I was home I was busy I was definitely pretty it was very low on my list of priorities fair Um, enough well I was home but you know anyway but we analyze some dreams uh word of the day um sure I guess it's been a while since we've worded in a day word word of the day I forgot how much the I love words that song. I haven't heard it in like three weeks. <laughs> Maranguan is in there, but it's Maranguan. Maranguan? What? Maranguan. <laughs> Maranguan? Yeah. Why is Obviously, that? it's a French mosquito. Strange. So it's a mosquito that Strange. eats stinky cheese and drinks a lot of wine. Oh, fuck off. There's an ad. It's also a mosquito that might be anti-vax. Um, okay, let's find a good one here. Let's do it. Right now, don't like that one. How about Manticore? Manticore that sounds like a metal band. It does. It is. It might be actually Manticore. Manticore. I don't like it. Let's do Columbarium. Okay, Columbarium. Can I hear it? Columbarium. 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 Uh huh. Columbarium. So Columbarium is spelled C O L U M. B, A R I U M, columbarium. Ding, 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 and it is a an nice. element in the table of elements that is um, uh, achieved from combining uh, plutonium and a pigeon. It's a uh, you nailed the spelling. Yeah, well done. It's a radioactive pigeon. I also like that a lot better than the actual definition. <laughs> Um, so it's a noun and it's a sepulchral, I don't even know how to say that. Sepul- Sep- sepul- sepulchral? Sepulchral. It's a sepulchral vault or other structure with recesses in the walls to receive the ashes of the dead. Cool. Kind of cool. Oh, Very metal okay. as well. It's like a mausoleum. So opening for Manticore is Columbarium. Yeah, Columbarium. Uh, maybe maybe Manticore's first uh, album is, is called That's Columbarium. That's better, yeah. yeah. So uh, what's your favorite Manticore album? Columbarium. Probably Columbarium. Their first one, Columbarium. Yeah, it's so sick, dude. Their their breakout album. So sepulchral. It's so sepulchral. (laughs) Um, (laughs) All right, I guess you want the coat from... The coat or quote? Yeah, Hmm. whichever one you got. Uh, From 1899. Sure. Out in Oddfellows Cemetery stands the largest, the best, the most original, and most beautiful columbarium in the whole world. Mr. Cahill had seen the old world columbaria, and they had not struck him as very agreeable places to be in. The mm. dead may be dead, but why should the living constantly be painfully reminded of it? <laughs> Mr. Cahill proposed a cheerful columbarium. It was a startling move, but it struck the new world, Western fancy. Wow. Interesting. I like that idea. <laughs> yeah. Death is such a moribund thing. It's so... In our world. Everyone is so, you know, it's so dark. And yeah. every time you see a funeral scene in a movie, it's raining and everyone's wearing black and gray. Why not have a, a cheerful columbarium? Have a, build yourself a columbarium. You know, yeah. Monuments to the dead are often so, um, but just gloomy and macabre. Macabre is a good word. Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be sweet to have a, like a nice big fountain with flowers and like birds and stuff flying around. A real fucking celebration. A real celebration. Yeah. Wouldn't that be so much more agreeable? So much more agreeable. Right. So much less, uh, what was that word? Sepulchral. Sepulchral. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah word of the day nice all right anything else at the end of the show you want to talk about here 
Um, we should obviously thank Joel and Alex for another yeah. wicked suggestion. They're basically co-authoring this whole podcast by now. And um, one also, more. Oh, I should tell you. Yeah. Um, so Joel's mother-in-law, Alex's mother, Jane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> shout out to her. Shout out, Jane. She's apparently a big fan of the pod. What? Um, yeah. So she's, uh, I'm uh, obviously met her at Joel and Alex's wedding a few years ago. And then I visited them when I was back home. Right. Um, in the last month. And um, yeah, got a chance, had a chance to like have lunch with, with Joel and Alex and uh, Jane as well. Hmm. And we just chatted about whatever. And somehow the podcast uh, uh, came up as a conversation topic. I told her the title, told her how stupid it was. And apparently she's been listening to it like religiously. Crazy. Like she goes for runs. Like she's a, she's a runner, runs marathons and stuff. Yeah. And she'll go for a run for however long, like half an hour or an hour or whatever. And she listens to us. I, on the podcast. Um, and I, I got to pull this up though. Um, Alex texted me about this being like, you need to hear this. My mom is a huge fan. Um, and what did she say? First of all, she listened to the one about drugs. Okay. Um, um, and she was asking Joel, she's like, were you at the cottage when they set the fireworks off and when he did the mushrooms and got sick? <laughs> she's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? She's like, like using this as evidence confidently. <laughs> no, no. She like, she doesn't care. She's super nice. She's such a, okay. she's an awesome lady. Um, like we talked about drugs when we were at lunch, like we talked about her yeah, experiences yeah. and whatever. Openly sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, she's awesome. Um, and she's just like confidently announcing like the, this conversation that we've had about drugs. Nice. And just being like, yeah, yeah like no. she was there. Like yeah. she was there kind of. That's awesome. Um, she also, as a result, wants to tell us that you can actually drink too much water. Apparently that came up at one point. I don't remember. <laughs> sounds like something, that sounds like something we'd say. But apparently you can drink too much water. Good to know. Um, you get like water poisoning. Alex asked Jane to describe the podcast in a nutshell. Okay. And she said, oh, they have no fucking clue what they're talking about, but it is so entertaining. <laughs> And sometimes they sort of talk around it enough that they get to the right information. I, so Alex was saying that we should print that on a t-shirt. That's like, you know, when you, when you read a book and you go in the back and there's like the, <laughs> the, like the New York yeah, times yeah. description of whatever. Exactly. I just pictured it with like ellipses at the beginning. It's like, they have no fucking yeah. clue what they're talking about. But it's so entertaining. <laughs> um, so please print that on t-shirts ASAP. That's what Alex said. And I was told her that, yeah, if we ever get around to printing t-shirts, we will put that on a t-shirt and we will give one to Jane for free. That's awesome. As a, yeah, as a, f a friend of the show. That's so, so yeah, awesome. Shout out to Jane. Friend of, straight up, friend shout of out pod. to, sh straight up, shout out to Jane. This is, this is two episodes in a row where I'm like, I'm like heartwarmed. I'm just like, it's, it's like true, I've, we've right? achieved everything. Yeah, it's true. I, it's, it's, um, uh, it's weird, but it does kind of make, make me feel nice. It, it I will way. say it does it's like, to a certain point, it, I was not to be cynical, but it was like, like, what am what are we doing this for? Like, it's fun. <laughs> totally. I enjoy doing it. That's, that's why. But it's like, what am I really doing it for? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's like a hobby. It's yeah. a way to kill time. Totally. Sort of. But then when you hear shit like this, it's like, oh yeah, it's a weird feeling that kind of washes over you. Like, oh yeah, people people enjoy this and it's, uh, it is strange it's to me now now that i know that uh, a mom is listening to us mm -hmm. that i'm like second guessing a lot of things i've said right over the last 30 however many episodes <laughs> but i we're don't think 40 we're like 39 now. yeah i don't yeah, think it's, it's actually going to slow my roll in any way i, no, I feel like I'm i not... think that's part of why people do enjoy it and when we hear from people it's because <laughs> we're just we're just doing us you know 
Well, I We're can really say with all pretending. honesty, I straight up appreciate. Yeah, big time. Straight up, one hundred P Cannot appreciate that Jane and and the comments and the beautiful things that uh, that people are saying and the, mm. and that that you guys are enjoying it. I feel like. I, like I say, we've said this a billion times before. It's like, we're doing it because we're stupid and it's fun. Yeah. But like, it's cool that other people are enjoying it. I yeah. think that's um, ridiculous. I think it's a lot like QAnon. It's like, I can't believe people are paying attention to this. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, awesome. Thanks. Agreed. That's great. Um, I'm going to sleep well tonight. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I think we're there. a nice cheerful note to end on, I think. I have nothing. Yeah. I can't think of anything else really. There's another story. I was a news story, but it's not so pleasant. So maybe I'll just leave it for another time. We'll talk. We'll talk about it at the beginning of an episode. Instead. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a better idea. I'll talk about the the gnarly stuff at first. Yeah, get it out of the way. Then do all the dumb shit in the middle, and then the nice stuff at the end. Nice. I like it. So it's a good. It's like an episode of Scrubs. Sandwich. <laughs> an open faced sandwich. An open like a yeah. I think right? that's just a piece of bread with shit on it. That's basically what our podcast is. <laughs> <laughs> piece of bread with shit on it. Okay, um, well, let's let's I let's call it there. No, is there anything else? I quickly? thank you for listening. Before we and... go, news stories. Or, no, I, I think we feel like I'm missing something. We're just we we're just email. dragging this out for no reason. We did the thing. Dragons are cool, but this ain't the time for them. Um. Yeah. Oh, have you seen Dune? No, everyone talks about it at work either. though, but I was, I didn't read the book either. So I don't know what it's apparently the book is very dense. Yeah. And you don't need to see it. I've only, I. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, I've only excited to see it because of the director. Okay. Um, cause I like every movie he's ever done. So, Hey, well maybe we'll go see it together. Is it in town? Do you know? Uh, at some point. Yeah. No, my, my friend watched it in town here. Okay. Sick. We should go see it for sure. Yeah. Shout out to Roger. Shout out to Roger. Roger. Roger, like you know, Roger from yeah trivia, Qu- trivia, Roger, yeah, yeah my my, yeah, my yeah. homeboy, Roger. Okay, yeah. all right, well, um, uh, that's it. Yeah, I uh, oh, we didn't do the thing. Um, wrong guys podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, uh, wrong guys podcast on Instagram. Yes. Wrong guys pod on Twitter. Um, Here's the prompt. Wrong guys podcast on YouTube. If you have ever uh, opened your door to somebody offering you a rose in exchange for shelter from a storm, mm-hmm. write to us on any one of the things Marty just said. Yeah. Or if, if you've, you've ever closed cast, the door. If you've ever had a spell cast on you. Yes. Ooh, that's good. Um, and were tormented by the shackles of your spell mm. for years and years until you managed to break that spell. Of your own actions. Please yeah. reach out to us. Yeah. We would love to hear from you. Awesome. Um, beyond that, I don't think I have anything else to add. This is where Ramey is going to put the slow fade in yeah. for the outro music. Okay, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Fuck you. <laughs>